Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. We're so glad that you're here. I'm Christy. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to The, the Thanks Mom, Mom podcast. podcast. So much better. We're getting yeah. very good at that. We got our, we got our mojo The back. mojo back. Yes. But we don't even know if that is a real thing. I don't know where that came from. I just remember playing Just Dance as a kid growing up. Yeah. And there'd be like, it would be mojo points or something. Like when you got bonus points, it went into this meter. Oh. Like, I don't know if it was a mojo meter or a mojo Right, because it gave the stars and it gives you a score, but then yeah. it gave you that, yeah. If, I don't If know. you got your groove on or something. Yeah. See, that's been a funny thing. But do you really know what it means? That's what I'm saying. Somebody out there, message us. What does well, it mean? Mojo. Like, I don't Your know how moxie. you that. Yeah, it was moxie. That, but I know, but it's like. moxie either? Like. Okay, but that's yeah. more of a word. I don't know. Okay, whatever. Mojo stands for something, and I can't think of what it is right now. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Or moxie like, is like I thought it was a like slang moxie. term. No, I think it is similar, but I'm like, I think it. there was something it stand for. Your, like, your M.O., you know, like, your bonus operandi, but uh, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm on the tangent, and I'm lost, and so, okay, well, let's come back. So, how are you doing, Grace? I'm doing well. That's, yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're doing well. <laughs> is that funny that I'm doing well? I don't know. I'm doing well. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of specifics, and, oh. and I just, I feel like I'm doing, like, I'm just more relaxed than I have been in the last month or so, like, finally getting in a groove, kind of what we were talking about in the last podcast, but I still feel like I'm kind of recovering in the sense of, it takes me a second to when people are like, how are you doing? And I have an innate sense of like, either I'm doing not great or I'm doing okay or I'm doing well. But then and it's like, I want to give an example, but I pause because my memory like is like, but why am I doing well? Like, I can't think for I a think second. I think it I'm is like, weird. What have I been doing lately that I actually feel like I'm doing well? Or I don't feel like I'm doing well. Like, so that's why I was like, yeah. Because I was like, what's an example of that? <laughs> no, but know. I think that's what's odd about it. It's like, it's like talking about the weather. Like, it's this commonality that you're like, how are you doing? I'm doing well, or I'm not doing so good, or how do you, you know, it's this just etiquette that we do, but then it's like, how honest do you answer, and how in-depth do you go into that? Like, where is this conversation going? Is that something you want to talk about? Do you ever, like, do that with someone where you're, you're, like, I try, I don't like to say I'm not doing well when I'm not, so I might not, like, try and be like, I'm doing awful to someone I don't know, but I might just be like, yeah, it's been, it's been a bit much lately, or it's, but I'm doing okay, you know, and if they ask about it, I try and I try and have an appropriate level, like, oh, it's just been busy, and I'm feeling worn out, you know, some, that's my ideal, but every once in a while, do you have that awkward moment where yes. you talk to someone, and you give them a little more information than you probably should have for your relationship with that person, and you're or like, it's more the opposite. Know. I think it's, like, it's more the opposite of, like, how genuine should you be, because is that what the intent of this is? It's, it's, it's like when people are like, what do you talk about? So you talk about the weather. So yes, I get what you're saying, but I get it on the other side, too, is, like, to be genuine should I share more than I'm even attempting to share now? And so is that not really to be like, oh yeah, things are fine. It's like, well, is that false then? Or you have the opposite where you're like, did I share too much for what this context of this interaction is? I don't know. I feel like that's what I had when I was really stressed, probably at first when I was studying. And I think I was just so tired. I didn't have the best filter. And so people would be like, how are you doing? I'd be like, not too great right now. <laughs> and then I was like, you didn't need to know that. I yeah. could have just been like, oh, it's, it's busy. I'm stressed. But I was like, so tired. I was like, Duh. and then after I'm talking, I'm like, they didn't need to know that much. Like, not that they didn't care. Right. You have no filter. It, but, or, yeah. Like they'd be, oh, that's hard. I'm sorry. I prayed for you. It's like, and then I know too, where I'm like, I know it's going to get better. It's just like the transition, the rough patch of like trying to sure. get into something. But <laughs> just had a handful of interactions with people where I was like, they didn't even know that much detail and and maybe i'm maybe they didn't think that maybe i was overthinking it but i came out feeling like i didn't need to share as much as i did and i don't know how i ended up sharing as much as i did it just kind of (laughs) happened i know i do think about that whole thing but anyway i'm sorry we're digressing again mojo how you doing where are we headed so any good funny moments grace i was just before we were recording i was just talking to dad you and ava were out shopping and mm-hmm. Sophie was sitting on the bed. Dad was sitting on the bed. I was sitting on the bed. I don't know why we were all sitting on the bed. And I had to say it separate. We were all sitting on the bed. <laughs> and I think I came in to ask Dad a question or show him a video or something. And I ended up sitting down. And he and Sophie were watching something. 
And all of a sudden, like, five, ten minutes later, we look down, and she's out. She's asleep. And we've just been talking, not quietly, not loudly either, but just, like, normal You guys bored her into sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think That's we were talking boring. about, like, yeah. culture and politics a little bit, too. So she probably really was like, oh, this is boring. This is boring. She's forced. Like, yeah. she doesn't know what's going on. It's, like, monotone, same thing. It just lulled her into a sense yeah. of sleep. Yeah, and all of a sudden, we looked down, and we're like, she's out. And we just kind of, like, talked at a respectful volume, but didn't. Because then we were probably white noise for her, so you didn't want yeah. to be like, get out. And then they wake, wake her up. You know? know, so it was really, and then you and Ava came in and we're like, she's sleeping. And then we're all like, maybe five of us should leave the room, or four of us, instead of not, like, originally just two of us talking, maybe four of us should leave. And she obviously it was needed just a funny. nap. She was, uh, yeah. Cause We've we, been doing a lot of stuff, that's why. And, and then she cracked me up when she woke up, because she goes, I don't Dad? want you. She goes, Dad, I want you. Or what? What? What, Sophie? I don't want you. Yeah, she couldn't. <laughs> she just woke up. We're like, do you want to go to your room? No. no. Do you want to stay here? No. no. <laughs> we're like, okay, we're gonna give you a second. Yeah. Like, Let you be for a second. It was just really. It just. It cracked me up. Well, but. we've been doing tons of stuff, and so my funny story was that's why she's so tired because we were up at our friend's cottage yesterday with yeah, another family. And a bunch of the teenagers decided to swim across the lake. And so a bunch of the girl teenagers decided to take the paddle boat to um, be, accompany be them. Accompany your, yes, them. Okay. And we were quite worried because the state of the paddle boat was not so hot. It was almost going in circles as paddle boats do. And they didn't realize they didn't have a rudder until the back. So Ava here is trying to direct the paddle boat. And then as they're directing it and she's pulling on the back, we're like, if they're there to actually rescue someone... We weren't there to rescue Right. Them. But if they are, we really should tell them not to because it would endanger four more people plus the person they're trying to rescue versus just to accompany them. So it was good that the canoe went. But it was very humorous from all of us adults watching this, all of, like, the majority of the children, or teenagers, not all yeah, the kids. Yeah, it was just, like, the little kids who stayed behind. Yeah, but it was very humorous because we're, like... We really shouldn't sacrifice four people to the attempt to save one. So we probably should send out a canoe just in case there was tr a struggle. Because I don't think the paddle boat would have survived pulling out or trying to attempt See, that to support someone That wasn't else. clarified to me that we were supposed to be the, at, at the first thought was that we were the rescue boat. I thought they were just like, we don't want to swim. So do we all want no. to change into sweats? So do we want to just paddle boat across? No, I, I like, think sure, the I'd younger like, teenage so girls and the boys said, they said, you can't swim across the lake unless you have someone go with you. And so, so then, then they turn to you. And yes. I was like, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. I, we don't It wouldn't have been a good idea. I, I think it would have like, capsized I was here for a ride. and tipped like, you and sunk and all of the above. And it was just humorous to try and see. I was, we're like, why is Ava pushing the boat? She, we, yeah. Well, because we, we w went out for a bit. I'm thinking I'm just here to get back on the water. I was like, but I don't want to swim. It's late enough, and I'm already changed out of my suit. I don't want to get wet, but sure, I'll go in the boat, and I'll get in the water. That's fine with me. So, But then we're like, I'm not steering, and the boat keeps turning in circles. And we're like, what the heck? But Ava's already in the water, so we're like, can you look under the boat? She's like, yeah. Like, oh, she, she didn't have goggles, so she couldn't get under there. But she's like, we messed with the rudder, and she's like, something is moving, and it is going back and forth. She's like, so something... But then we found that it was just the piece to hold the rudder. Because we were confused. Yes, like, folks. Did we not attach it? There was no attached rudder. There was rudder. no attached rudder. But, but they went all the way across the lake did. and, and back. And Ava just steered yeah. us from the back. Yeah. We'd be like, turn us left, turn us right. Oh, my goodness. So, anyway. So, that was my fun. funny story. Watching it from not hearing the commentary, but just watching it happen. And the very inefficient. We had a good time. Yes. Like, yeah, it. it was kind of a hot mess, but sometimes that's yeah, the best that's memory. A, that's a perfect thing to say. It was a hot mess. An enjoyable hot much to witness. We had the person in the canoe basically doing a wheelie, like the whole front of the canoe is in the air. Yes. And he was in the back. And but that's normal when it. you have one person in a canoe, too. No, but a lot of people also would just go in the middle of the canoe. Not if you're really trying to go fast and keep up. You sit in the back. Yeah, but I was worried he was going to fall off the back. No, it wasn't that bad. From our mm -hmm. angle, it looked correct, so... Yeah, but it's you were parallel good. with him in the water. No, I could see from a better perspective, a higher ground. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so funny stories, Holy Spirit moments. Any for you before we move into our lovely topic for the day? Um, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, you sound so excited. <laughs> because I was like, I'm trying not to do the whole thing where I'm like, 
oh, I haven't thought of one yet. So I was trying to buffer and try to say, say something different, and it just didn't come out right. Uh, all right. That was um, very humorous. No, I just, I cantered for the first time in a while today, and it was just a good humbling thing of just remembering, because it's just been a while, but it's music's just something I love, and so I went back to remembering when I cantered in middle school and we did it with a bunch of other girls and oh, that's right. we have a mural not a mural a stained glass window with Mary in the back of the church it was like just look at her the whole time if you're nervous and all of this and it was just a good like a holy spirit thing today where you know I had my little mess ups here and there because it was the first time doing something basically new I haven't done this in a long time no. and it was in a it was like a kid version when I did it at school like and so but I was like but this is a way I can serve and you know you prep like you learn with practice and stuff and it was just a good like nope I'm doing this not for the people here not, I mean I am in the sense of leading them in but music, to worship but like yeah I'm here to worship I'm here to serve God and if I mess up that's not the point and I'm just gonna sing for Mary because I like to sing and so I'm just gonna look at her and sing the whole time and it's just gonna be humbling and you know they don't care if I mess up because they know it's authentic you know Jesus and Mary they're like she she's authentically trying to do her best right now and I don't think it was obvious but for me when you're when you're up there and nervous and you make a mistake you just feel like exposed and it's like you know what it's not for the people here though today it's for jesus and mary and everyone in heaven and they know that i'm doing my best <laughs> like, that's hilarious and it was just a good reminder of no it's a good thing it's not things. hilarious it's a good thing to be reminded of what the purpose is yeah so that's a good thing yeah very good thing so, so i don't know if i had one i think just i don't know there was a, a thing that happened where just prayer requests were being sent around and I don't know, the whole, what someone was praying for, yeah, was just, it struck me how, you know, the Lord moves just in different ways, and that's what's on this person's heart, and it really struck me, and it was a really good thing to be struck by, to say, yes, the Lord is aware of your needs and other people's needs, and it's not always what I'm doing and how I'm affecting, but the, the movements of other people's hearts and, and seeing the Holy Spirit work in other people's hearts. So I know that's kind of vague and stuff, but it was a nice little Holy Spirit moment just to be reminded, no, God's got this. God's in charge and to keep keep on keeping on, if that makes yeah. sense. Sometimes so. I get excited. Well, not sometimes. I do get excited when I think of like the end of time and all of salvation history will be shown to you because I think it'll be so cool. Like God is such a detail-oriented person. In, in the good way, not when people get fixated on details of, like, every little thing matters and feeds into something, and you saying something to someone that lifts their day, like, you don't know how, what the ripple effects will be, and I'm excited to have that revealed at the end of time. I think it'll be so cool, and it's, like, I'm doing a study with friends right now, we're, we're learning about Divine Mercy, and just learning about all the little people that said yes behind the scenes that led to, like, sister Faustina having her visions or JP2 sharing sister Faustina's message like there was a lot more people in the background and all these little details that had to line up right for it to get to what it was and it you know it's just a good reminder of like you know the day-to-day matters and the little yeses matter and you know even if I can't see the perspectives the Holy Spirit does like and there is a reason all these things happen and he uses everything for good and yeah I was reading something else too that or the reminder that you know, God, it wasn't God isn't a good loser. It wasn't that, but that he's going to chase you down. Like he's, he's not going to give up. He doesn't let go of things or something. Mm -hmm. And it was just, but like, it was an intense and a very emphatic way of saying something. And it's similar like that, like all the intricate things, like they don't go unnoticed to God. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's a good reminder to us when we feel like the struggle is real to not, to understand like, no, God gets that too, you know, mm-hmm. even though it's it's not a struggle for him. He gets it and he cares about the details. It mm-hmm. was just a good reminder. I have to go find what that was. That's it was a nice. good quote. I was I was talking yesterday because we were at the cottage with our friends and um, then we can lead into our topic. But like something encouraging for me along those lines is thinking like God doesn't waste anything. Like everything is, yes. even when you're it like, oh, this is a really like messy yeah. season and da, da, da. It's like. But he doesn't wait, like, especially in times when you feel like it takes you forever to learn a lesson, maybe. And you're like, took how long to learn this? It's like, no, but all of that, I might not see it now. None of that was wasted. Right. That's, yeah, it's very similar to that, which is such a good thing. It's encouraging. and Yeah. Or if you you feel like you're in just like a standstill season, like it's just, I don't know, it's always been encouraging for me if I don't see, quite see the end of the work I'm in the middle of. It's Mm -hmm. like, but he has an end to it. He wouldn't have put me in this work if it didn't 
have a purpose. Right. So I'm not going to look back on this time and be like, yeah, I really just sat there and wasted however much time, you know. Sure. So it was all worth it. For sure. For sure. It's not my job to have to see, like, figure out how it's worth it and how to use it efficiently. That's God's job. And I'll see it. I'll see how it all comes out later. Someone said once, it's like the back of a tapestry, which is really messy. Like, all those crossing threads. Oh, right. And then right. you see the front yeah. side of the tapestry. And, and it it's just beautiful. Sense. And, yeah. But if you look at the back of the tapestry, you'd be like, that is a mess. Like, but you have to connect that all the pieces. That is a cool visual. So. Yeah, I like that. So. Awesome. Anyways. So what do you want to talk about today, Grace? You had some good ideas. I wanted to talk, I think I'm going to kind of call this, like, slowing down or... I don't know if it can be living intentionally, but more like living abundantly. I, I don't know. Maybe by the time I, I talk through this, I'll have a better title for that. But that's what I want to call it for now. Okay. Like something along the lines of slowing down. So because it's just been an interesting last month or so of I feel like I got very tunnel visioned. And in some ways I had to. Like you get into survival mode when you need to. But coming back from school and heading into studying and and I had already scheduled the test, so I knew that I had to start working, like, start studying, but trying to find the pace and the amount, and it's, a, you know, it's like any transition. You don't know how you need to work. Like, anytime you switch into a new class, every teacher teaches different. Like, it was one of those transition periods of learning how to learn efficiently, but instead of, like, having a whole semester until the final, like, I had a month, and so it was just, like, felt very pressured at first, and I was in survival mode, and I felt very tunnel visioned of every day. It was like, yeah, if I have time for everything else in life, awesome, but I'm on the clock. I need to get my studying done today and then I'll move on to the other things. And, and in some ways that wasn't wrong. Like that was necessary. That's what I had to do. And, and then I kind of shifted my strategy a bit. I kind of got in my groove. I figured out what I thought was necessary for this test after like two weeks or so and kind of slowed down, slowed down the pace of life. And it, it, felt so weird. Okay, this is what it felt like. You know when you play <laughs> archery on Wii Sports? Yes. And, like, you pull the, the string archery back. thing back, right. and everything gets really quiet, and you just see the circle, and then if you let go without shooting, it just pulls back, and you see the whole thing, and you hear you hear the Boom. sound go... <sighs> yeah. Like, I felt like that's what my brain did all of a sudden. Oh my gosh. Where, like, and it took me a few days to realize it, but all of a sudden, it felt like my mind was so crowded with all these details of studying, and all I could see was tunnel vision, and all I was thinking was CPA and all of that. And then all of a sudden, I had space in my mind because I was studying less because I was finding time for more than just sleep, eat, study. Sure. And all of a sudden, like, all these, like, ideas popped in my head where I was like, oh, this summer it might be fun to try this, or I should reach out to this person, or this is a cool idea from this podcast. Like, you know, like, act, like my mind just had time to, like, see different beauties in yeah. life and like just t- like take in the other good things in life that were I was like oh my gosh I didn't realize I was missing all of this yeah like it was just a, and I was like and this is very natural that's how your brain usually works is you take in all these things and you think you take time to think about them and think like I want to implement that that was really cool like I was just getting in maybe that's better I was getting inspired by different things again because my I had the space and time to think about it again and to think about more than just one thing and it was just, and it was because I might, it was kind of because the pace of life slowed down, but it was because my mind slowed down enough. My mind wasn't going a million miles a minute, only focusing on one thing. Right. It, I don't know. It did the whole like thing from the Wii. And right. all of a sudden, like all this, all this space opened up in my head and I, it was just, I felt much more peaceful and calm and alive and excited and like, oh, I can try this or maybe I can... Like, I don't even have specifics, but it was just, like, I could think, it was, like, I could think again, and then remembering, like, oh, and the Lord wants us to live abundantly, so I should be intentional with each thing I do. How do I want, how does that look? Does that mean I delve into community more? Does that mean I take time to read good books? Does that mean I'm just sitting and listening to conversations with people? Like, just little things like that, but I didn't even have the space in my head to process and think that. And I think that's the big thing of, I mean, it's really neat that you have that right after coming back from coming off of our episode from last week on, you know, transitioning, because we are going to constantly have transitions in life. And if we don't take the time to actually allow ourselves to work through the transition and process the transition, we do. We just throw ourselves headlong into the next thing and we miss so much, Mm -hmm. you know, from 
<clears throat> from like, you know, a parenting side, it can be like, oh, I'm missing all of my kids growing up. I'm missing all this because I'm so focused on the next, the next, the next, or what's going on here. And if we don't, like you said, have that intention of slowing down so that we can bring in awareness. And then when we step back, kind of connecting to our lean back topic back um, in the winter, I think that was back in December, January. Might have been the spring. I don't know. You could be right. Maybe. Um, but I thought it was so good about when we can lean back and take those blinders off yeah. and have this really actual peripheral vision of that intentionally and to say, okay, Lord, where do you want my awareness and my focus to be? Because I think our society is so much go, go, go. Okay, you finish now. What's the next thing? Okay, go, go, go. And until we either intentionally do it or we hit a burnout mm-hmm. and then can and have to slow down, it we actually, I think I have found that when I actually slow down. And so what do we say when we slow down? We think then it's going to take longer to do something. I actually find I get more done. Because mm-hmm. I'm intentionally choosing what to fill my time with instead of getting in that moment and, you know, ru- either rushing through what I'm doing or rushing to the th- next thing or not clear about the intentionality of what the next thing is I'm choosing because we just think there's this this checklist to go. It just allows, like, how much, I don't know, I, I, I've been pondering the thought of how much do we actually sit and we just go, well, I'm going to think about this, but how much do we actually invite the Holy Spirit in and say, what do you want me to focus on? How do you want me to show up to this? You know, I'm, I'm thinking about this. I'm having awareness. So, I, I mean, it's sometimes those are just like, you know, for your test, like, how do you want me to prepare for this test or specific prayer requests, but also just, how do you want me to live today? How do you want me to act today? Mm-hmm. Like, what is your morning offering? Like, is it just, you know, a deep breath of, okay, and let's go. Or is it, okay, God, what, what's on the calendar? Not, you know, where do you want me to direct my focus and my attention and thought to have greater awareness and see that and then be appreciative? Mm-hmm. So much we don't, we're, I don't think we're appreciative yeah. of things like that and slow down enough to recognize that, oh, there's a lot more going around on around me. And the hand of the Lord is in a lot more things than I'm giving credit to. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I remember once, like, I don't know, a few days into once I was slowing down a bit, going like, that's so, this is so interesting. And then being like, whenever I go, get to another season, because they will come, where just my schedule by its nature is fast paced, or maybe not fast paced, but like thing after thing after thing, which makes you feel fast paced because you have mm-hmm. to keep switching gears. I was like, I want to make sure I'm intentional next time. And I was like, and I don't quite know how I'm going to do this. And so we'll, you know, I'll address this next time when those seasons comes up. But I want to make sure I'm going slow paced through this fast paced life. Because I was mm-hmm. like, that, like, it was just re- really interesting where I was like, I should, that was not a healthy pace I was living at. That wasn't how the Lord wants me to live. Like, neglecting other areas of my life for the sake of just studying. Like, it was like, that wasn't. And maybe I had to go through that two-week season to learn that. Like, Oh, yeah. And I think that goes back to I, exactly what you said about, like, the Lord doesn't waste anything. Like, yeah. if, if you hadn't gone that fast, you wouldn't have learned that I should slow down. Yeah. And I think it's funny that it struck me, too, because I was like, I've gone through those kind of fast-paced seasons before and those times where all you do is study for this big exam. That's gonna, and I was like, I don't know why this one struck me differently. Maybe because it's not a school setting. And I'm, oh, and it probably wasn't for two two weeks. Like, you were even talking to us, and you're like, I can't keep this pace up. For six months. So I think there are seasons where we can like go, I just got to put my, you know, head to the, you know, grindstone and just go for two weeks. And then we know it's going to be different. And then we can step back. But we, we have that intention. It's almost like we're taking responsibility for that action. I think some of what you're talking about is when we just do it without intention that we're plugging headstrong along versus, okay, how do I want to show up? I'm going to just have to do this and go crazy for two weeks. And I'm intentionally choosing that I, I'm just, this is the main and solo focus for two weeks versus, all right, I'm going to take responsibility for not doing that and taking in what's going on around me. It's really that type of thing. Like, is, is it, are we reacting or are we acting with intention and responsibility? But even that, either on either side of it, like you can do it either way. But I think even if it's, like, all I have to do right now is study, you know, like, 
if that's what it is, I don't have, you know, I don't have time, like, because of the nature of whatever it is, I don't have time for right. social da, da, da. I think there's still a way you can do that mentally slow-paced. Right, that's what I I'm think, saying, is choosing it responsibly and going, that's you... what I'm choosing. I'm choosing to do this, and that's my sole mm-hmm. focus with a slow pace, an act of intention, an act of, yeah. you know, responsibility. Because, yeah. Does that make sense? Kind of. I think just the, now that you say that a second time, I see it more. At first, I was like, it even still sounds like stressed and and forced in the, it, just the way you explained it to me, though. Like, I don't know where you're like, it's just going to be crazy and intense, and maybe you didn't say intense. You said one word that I was like, oh, I still don't feel like that's what I how I would pick it, though. Yeah, I but, think it's more trying to the concept of choosing with being responsible for your choice versus just allowing something to happen to you and just reacting to it. So where you're right, we can have that slow down and know that this is the sole focus and it's something we're choosing, even if that sole focus is just like for you, like I'm using the example of you studying, you know, this way versus just going reacting in the same way where the outcome has to be the same, the same type of, um, intense studying, but I, now I'm just reacting to everything around me. Then instead of choosing intentionally to get the same way done, it's like the mm-hmm. outcome's the same, but how we approach it is different. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. that make sense? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something I've, I've really learned and tried to focus on in that way because there, that way we're showing up and we're taking the responsibility and hopefully inviting the spirit in instead of just I have to do this, you know, mm-hmm. and like, so it's the create crazy reaction versus no, I'm, I'm doing the same thing, but I'm doing it with a showing up responsible, like knowing that this is a choice versus a reaction. Yeah. And so then I'm tying this a little bit too. I talked about blessed is she last time and how I think it was Beth Davis was talking about, you know, you have to balance and get back to the basics. Yeah. But another thing she had said was which I thought was interesting, and maybe she didn't mean to tie it this way, but it, it ties in my mind. She was like, um, she has, she was talking about when she was getting back to basics, she was doing a different, not a diet, but a different eating routine, or just being trying to be more rounded in her eating, or something like that. And so I think she's, she didn't say it, but probably a little more regimented in what she's allowing herself to eat right now, is, is how I understood it. So because she was like, says that on her mind was like, the clergy, the bishops, and the priests, and she's like, Lord, I really want to fast for them today. I think she was just like, there's so much on their plate, like, I want to pray intentionally for them, and I was struck by the way she was like, Lord, can, she said, can I fast today? And I don't think it was a Friday Mm -hmm. or something, but she was like, I want to do something, like, it was put on her heart, the clergy, and she was like, oh, I want to do something for them, can I, and she went and asked him, can I fast? And he said, no, but you can, today, don't listen to anything in the car, but no, I don't Mm -hmm. want you to not eat, I don't want you to eat less now, where it was like this graciousness of, no, I see you trying to do something intentional with your food, and so mm. I wouldn't like you to fast there. I'd like you to fast here. But I was so struck, like, in listening to that, I was like, you j- so how many times do I go, oh, fasting, that's what we're supposed to do, and so I'm just going to do it, and I'm, I'm picking this thing. Like, I'm not going to have sweets today or something. It's like, and we're told that fasting is a good thing and all of that, and it is. But, like, for a good thing, she went and asked the Lord, like, can I do this? And I was like, that, should I do that with more good things? Like, Lord, I'm going to have this for lunch today. Should I have this? Or, right. Lord, I want to listen to this podcast, this Catholic podcast, maybe. Should I do that right now? Like, I was like, do I do that enough? Like, and then, and that slows me down because that makes my choices intentional. Like, turning right. to him and going, should I do this right now? And they're all good things, too. Like, but I think it also, the I think that's the beauty of it. Yeah. They're all good things, and it's bringing it before the Lord. And it kind of goes back to, that was the topic that... I was thinking, I'm here thinking aloud for another episode that was, we think sometimes that it's over-spiritualizing it or that we don't have time to ask and invite the Lord into that. And that's what I'm saying is let's invite the Lord into that. Let's not just go, oh, this, this doesn't mean anything. It goes back to what you just said. Like nothing is wasted on God. He doesn't waste that. So just inviting him into like, I'm going to have lunch now. What, what should I eat? What would you like me? You know? to what do we need and what, I mean, we can go back to like, what do we need? Um, and what do we want? Like we can have a desire, but it's like, what do we really need? Like your example of Beth Davis, maybe like she needed to be eating in this way. Cause she's trying to whatever her focus or whatever was, but we can still invite the Holy spirit into that, but we can't do that if we're not slowing down enough mm-hmm. to be conscious of 
what's the next thing. So I think it it goes to like, if you're just plowing head along and you're studying for all this craziness and, and you're like, yep, yeah, and just put whatever in my mouth, but not being even focused on what we're doing. You know, that's why, I mean, if we're going to talk about that, the food thing, people say, you know, you should sit, sit at a table. You should put your fork down in between bites. You should chew and swallow before you take a next bite. You know, that, that type of like, just in that task of mm-hmm. having a few bites of what we should be doing, but how often do we right get caught in whatever daily tasks of you know this is what we do and this is what's next and and not just having that awareness of that God is all around and he's in all of these things slow down and be mindful of it I think we get caught up in the the go 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 of society and thinking oh that's just over spiritualizing like I don't need to you know this is just laundry or this is just cleaning or this is just studying and yeah I think it's beautiful when we can go yeah, God, do you want me to fast today? Or, or Lord, you know, should I go for a walk now and, you know, work out on this, whatever it is, is just kind of like walking. Christ is alongside us anyway and all that. Are we going to take the time to acknowledge that he's there? I guess that's what I'm mm-hmm. hearing you say. And, and I think yeah. it's a really good awareness to have, but it, it causes you to actually be present yeah. in the moment. Maybe yeah. that's it. Yeah. And I think that's because then after this is all, all of these multiple thoughts are coming into my head over the course of, like, I don't know, a week and a half to two weeks or something, and I think at one point, I tried to just be more intentional, like, I'm gonna think and choose each thing before I do it, I'm gonna be, like, you know, I'm gonna slow down and think about what I'm eating, and, Mm -hmm. like, not over, like you said, not over spiritualizing and be like, Lord, do you want me, should I have this sandwich or this sandwich, but in a sense of just being like, hey, can you help me see what's good and healthy to eat today, you know, like, and, I'm like, and it, I don't know, somehow a balance of both, not like, oh, it was sinful that I picked the peanut butter and jelly. No, right. You know, but just like, but entering him into those, those thoughts that I'm not just picking this, like remembering, Mm -hmm. like I can do nothing without him. So I'm going to invite him into this. Like, and it's almost a more of an acknowledgement for me of this is not me running my life. It's the Lord. Like, I don't know. Right. Or the desire to have him lead. And when you have to, when you choose or have to live at that pace. Yeah. It was so interesting, like, I remember at one point sitting down, and when I was at this fast-paced studying level, I'd sit down and be like, I told myself I'd study all day, and then I'd get discouraged, and and it was hard to focus, because I was like, I'm going to do, like, eight hours today. That's insane! Versus, all right, I have this block of time right now until I have to do this thing, or what, you know, until I have to, like, the person I'm manning for, she just went down for a nap, so I have until she wakes up, I don't know how long that is, but that's usually between an hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours, rarely. Like, okay, I know I can work for two hours, like, you know, and I usually set a timer, take a break about 50 minutes in, so just my head emerges, and then I go back in, but I was like, I can definitely sit for two hours, versus like, all right, in this whole day, I decided I'm going to do this many, that's so overwhelming, it's like, I just, I'm just going to focus on this piece that's right in front of me, and then I'd get home, and I'd have lunch, okay, I have this long until I have to show up here, or mom needs help for dinner, I can do three hours, that's, that's not a big deal, I'm just going to do the best I can for three hours, and then if we'll see how much work that was that got done, we'll see if I have time after dinner. Maybe it doesn't, I don't reasonably have time after dinner today, so I'm done. Like, all of a sudden, it made me slow down. And when you just looked at the next task in front of you, you're like, that's not too bad. I can do that. And I can do that intentionally. Right. And so I'm going to, and then it was more joyful. And then it, it, it was this mindset of, I'm just going to do my best for this, this block of time that's been handed to me right now, because that's all I have right now. And then I'll make the decision on the next block of time when that block of time gets here. I think that's beautiful. And I beautiful. think I only did that yeah. really for a day. And then I tried to get it back into my habits randomly. But there was one day where I actually was pretty intentional about that. And mm-hmm. it was, like, so freeing. But then it's so easy to go back to your default of just, like, go, go, go. Don't think about it. Just work. Da, da, da. But see, go back to that. I think that's perfect how you said, like, to be that intentional. And it is so freeing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we get so caught up in society going, no, you have to move at this pace. You have to go at this pace and just keep your head down and go. And and really, it is so free and you end up having more time and you end up feeling like you've actually walked with the Lord and recognized him in your daily tasks. And there's just this freedom and this weight where it's not, it, it's not like separating it. Like why, I think we get so caught in compartmentalizing sometimes is we're a Christian. Yes, but I work in this profession. And yeah, I might talk people about, you know, 
my faith and I evangelize, but then I just do these tasks Mm -hmm. and then, and I'm a stay at home mom and, and, and I'm raising these kids and I just do these tasks where it's like, no, I mean, I think that's the beauty of our whole podcast is like, well, well, but where is that extraordinary being lived out in the ordinary? And sometimes we do have to have a reset. And so I think it's great when we have these transition moments, like, okay, now I have to study for this four part huge exam over six months or I have all my kids home for the summer or now they're all going back to school or we're moving or switching jobs or whatever. And it's like, okay, this is, these are good pause moments to go and reflect or, or it's the new year or whatever yeah. that am I living with intention? Am I being present in this moment and inviting the Lord into this to actually live intentionally? And am I taking the time to actually slow down, like you're saying, and do that? Because I think a lot of times we're not. We're just running from one thing to the next, and we don't even really think about it. And, oh, how much we miss. Like, how many people do you Mm -hmm. say that go, oh, I'm so sad I took time to recognize that? You don't hear people say that. They go, oh, I missed so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to – there was one more. I don't remember how my thought process connected to it. I think it was just – I, so I, I've been trying to be more intentional with reading again, and I've been picking, like, lighter, fun books because it's easier emerging from heavy studying. Like, I, at first I was like, I want to reread The Lord of the Rings this summer because I finally read it during the school year. And then I was like, that is that takes me about ten minutes to get into, and then I have to stay reading the book. So to, to have that as, like, a break from studying is not really relaxing. I was like, all right, we'll save that for another season of life when I can just... Do it again, dive right? Dive back into it. It's just, it's a good story, but it's not, uh, it's very lighthearted, or it's not lighthearted is what I mean. Like, it's not an easy story to just read bits and pieces of. At sure, least sure. for me. Maybe other people Other disagree. people might disagree. They but... might disagree. For me, I, I enjoy it, but it's, I just, anyways... So I've been picking it's not a breezy read that you can no. just take a five-minute so break. So I was picking and, some yeah. fun, breezy sure. reads that aren't like meaningless but are easy to just pick up and put back down and after I had slowed down a bit all of a sudden I realized like my brain finding all these fun connections like that we've done our episodes in the past of like Mm -hmm. the Harry Potter kind of mindset where okay I wasn't finding something as deep as like the resurrection but I was like (laughs) this character is so interesting I wonder how they like I was just like thinking through their character and this development and I wonder why they do this action and then they change to the and I was just like all of a sudden aware of my mind moving and just being creative again and I was like what if they had done this instead like coming up with a different scenario like just having fun with it sure I was like my brain has not had the space to just be creative and like in that two weeks like there's just so much I was realizing that was like cut out and I was like and this isn't even like I'm someone who needs to like I'm not I don't think of myself as a creative person but I think we all are creative naturally in the sense of like we all have our different things but for me sometimes it's just thinking through like and finding a like like I like to say, like finding the be- true good and beautiful in the little things. Right. And that's just natural. Or maybe it's just, you know, I like, I'll join choirs and bands because I like being creative with making things musical or stuff like that. I'm not someone who sits and draws or whatever, but I was like, my brain didn't have the space to even be creative when I was just going that hard. And I, I was like, that's necessary. And I don't know quite how to articulate that, but I was like, just having the space for something that's not even productive of me just having time to think through something fun and try and find the beauty in it and just take a few minutes to think, I was like, that's important too. And that wasn't even here. And that was just interesting because I was like, that's not even productive. It's not like I'm an author who's going to write and share these thoughts on this character development. This is just something that's enjoyable. But I'm very struck of like, in living abundantly, all these pieces need to be need to be a part of my life and he's like Jesus says like I came so that they might have life and have it to the full have it abundantly and I was like so I need to just have time to just let my brain think fun things exactly and I think that's so important when you say that I'm just like struck by how it's how it's so cool that you're recognizing when things are out of balance Mm -hmm. and being able to come back and go oh no I need that because Christ said to have you know, life to the full. And that's a desire. And I, I do think sometimes we just, we miss that. We miss and don't allow ourselves or give ourselves the permission to dream, mm-hmm. to give ourselves the permission to have fun in the same, or we don't put it on the same wave, like, oh, well, I'm enjoying myself and having fun. Well, yeah, because God wants you to. Oh, really? I just, you know, I just think that, you know, I want to be happy or I want to have fun and do something joyful or just go play. No, it's, it's because, 
that's that's the Lord's intention too, because he wants you to have all aspects of that and to be balanced in all ways and to have life to the full. And when we get out of balance, it's, I think it's really cool to hear me as your mom, to hear how you were struck by it wasn't balanced. Mm-hmm. I wasn't slow enough to recognize this. And now I have recognized, ah, and now we can get back to the balance and the, and the important of that and the abundance that comes from that, because that is God's desire for us mm-hmm. to be in balance which means dreaming, which means creativity, which means fun. Even if that isn't like the strong, right. It's just, it's just the enjoyment. It's just healthy. Right. It is. It's the healthy balance. And, and we need that because we do all have that side of us. Even if you're, like you said, I'm not this author, but I do have a creative side that comes out just to enjoy thinking like, you know, an alternate ending to a story or to just go, Oh, I want to, plant or I want to do this. I think it ties it. I mean, we've, we said we've tied into like leaning back. We've tied into, you know, timeliness. We've tied into so many different past episodes, but just and how to dream and all of those things. But to just recognize that we have, um, those parts of us that, that are, are, are there and can be cultivated and enjoyed in a in a different way and I'm blanking on mm-hmm. the other thought that I had but anyway I think it's really yeah. neat to see how you've been able to go oh this was out of balance let's slow down and put this back into mm-hmm. balance and yeah. and be aware of that I think the more and more that these kind of topics like like you're saying all of these are tying together with things we've talked about before and so I think it's something that I don't know. I think it's something we all need to work on, but it's obviously something that's been on my heart that the Lord's trying to teach me and probably mm-hmm. you as well because we both have different perspectives that we keep having similar conversations. And the thing that strikes me is, like, we talk about life's hard and you have to work hard and, da, da, and I'm realizing more and more, I'm like, I think the hard part of life, at least for me, is is keeping it simple. Is, like, going, like, okay, I want to overcomplicate this and I need to, like, use the self-control to just kind of be like nope I just need to make sure my life's balanced I need to be make sure I'm feeding myself in all of these ways because it's easier for me like I said to fall slave to one thing and just be like right well, I just have to overwork here and well, yeah you'd say you're working hard and if I stop doing that it, you're, it's almost the lie of the culture would be like well you're not you're not working hard you're being lazy and it's like no I need to work hard to be to balance to simplify and then it makes me think like one time I was watching a talk from sister Miriam um and she was I think they were like leading into adoration. It was during COVID, so it was like the, there was a live event, but you could stream in from everywhere. And I think they were leading into adoration. And she was like, just when you're looking at Jesus in the Eucharist, imagine him being like a little, maybe she was saying this was Mary. I don't remember. She was like, think of when you're a little kid and there's maybe some crazy stuff going on. And the parents like, nope, just look at me. Just look at me. And the baby wants to look everywhere at all the chaos. And you're, mm-hmm. and they're like, nope, mm-hmm. just look at, she was like, so use as much as your energy right now to just look at Jesus or Mary, whoever it was she was saying. And I feel like that's, almost the hard work in life is to just look at Jesus. Don't look at all the other things because that takes a lot of self-control and a lot of choosing to slow down and be intentional. And that's hard, but it's not the hard. We think like life has to be hard because you pick a really challenging thing and you're going to succeed at it and be the best. And that, you know, that means success. And maybe that is, maybe that's what the Lord's calling you to, but more and more I've been struck by like the hard work is for me to just stay here. Just look at Jesus. Right. Just do the simple things he's asking me to do. Don't overcomplicate them. Just do these, you know, go to sleep, take care of myself, eat well, exercise, do whatever works in front of me. Go do my nanny jobs, like maintain good friendships and relationships, be present when people talk to me. Like, and so that takes hard work to balance all those things. But at the same time, it's very simple. Like it is. And it's so freeing. Like that goes back to my whole thing. You and I were talking about this in a conversation just the other evening that there is, when we get caught, in that, when we get out of balance, when we recognize that we're complicating things, we do. We have to go back to the simple. We have to go back to God loves you and he's made you with a purpose to, you know, know, love and serve him. And and that is just, okay, keep, I love that. Just keep my eyes fixed on Jesus. And it's so freeing. A lot of times that simplicity, we, we just think, oh, it's just, it's too simple. It must be harder than this. And like you said, it does take a lot of discipline. It does take a lot of trust to abandon fully and just do that because we're human and we mm-hmm. get distracted mm-hmm. just like the little babies like, oh, you know, or we talk about dogs, ah, squirrel, you yeah. know, and they're just off. But really there's so much freedom when it's like, no, I, I just have to keep my eyes fixed on Jesus. Cause then 
he'll take care of the rest of it. Yeah. He really will. And because he loves me that much that he will just take care of the rest of it. So why am I thinking that I have to like look at everything pa- that passes and every distraction yeah. and everything. And it's like, no, it, it actually is that simple that that's all I'm called to do. And he'll take care of the rest. I don't have to know what's around the corner or what's around the bend. I don't ha- I have, to, I don't even know, have to know this outcome or so many times we don't even want to start because we want to know the outcome because that's our control. Like father was saying that even at mass today is like, because I loved what he said, because we control so little, we get so caught up in what we can control because so much of life is just life. And so that makes sense because of our human nature. We grasp on, you know, can we control my job or can we control the house or or the kids or schooling or whatever? But really that's where the Lord's like, no, just, just, just focus on me and let me take care of the rest of it. And, and that can be scary or overwhelming or, and so distracted that it seems like too much, but really, I love how you just keep saying that is really how simple it is. And in that is true freedom. Cause what does St. Augustine say? Our hearts are restless until they rest in you. And what is that? Just resting in the Lord and looking at him and his keeping his eyes. And that's where the true peace and the freedom and the simplicity is found is when we can slow down, like you're mm-hmm. saying, slow down and just rest and be with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I thought I had one more thought. It's something along the lines of what you're saying, but that might be it. Uh, yeah. So that's just a lot of, that's really what's just been on my mind where I'm like, I just want to talk about slowing down, mom. And you're like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't know. I need to talk for 45 minutes to figure out what I mean. But if this has just been on my mind and it's slowly been like unfolding and it's just been like I need to I need to not only work on on this now but I need to like next time life is just by the maybe that you know maybe it's gonna be the next holiday season come Christmas when life just naturally gets fast like going like okay but I'm just gonna live like you know block by block piece by piece like choosing the next thing intentionally and even if that means you know like I get up, I work, I study, and then I have a Christmas party, and then I have to go help wrap gifts, or, you know, whatever, whatever makes that season busy, like, but I'm intentional, I don't know, like, I'm it's just so it's... struck by, I need to, next time a busy season comes, I need to be slow, like. No, that's good. Yeah. Because I think it's, it, we, we have the verbal, us verbal processors get that out, and then you go, oh yeah, that's right, we did, I talked through this, I thought through this. I can be intentional with this. I just need to get the balance back. I just need to slow down. That's right. Keep the focus on Jesus. Then I can be, you know, that's where the peace lies when we're on there. That's where the grace is. I love somebody. Oh, somebody said the other day and it was so great. And I'm like, I need a poster with that. They said the reason when we let our mind go, um, cause we are the keeper of our thoughts. Like we hold that, Mm -hmm. that is our ability. And we bring them under the authority of Christ and be the keeper of our thoughts. And when we think things that are not true or believe in lies, the reason that's so hard is because there's no grace in that because it's not a true thought. It's not from the Lord. It's that when we believe the lies like that, Uh the evil one tells us, and we allow ourselves to keep thinking that the reason that that is so hard and challenging is because there's no grace given from the Lord for that thought. Because mm. that thought is not from him. And that's also a thought that, or, and a belief and a lie that we're allowing ourselves to think. Mm. And so the Lord isn't supplying grace for that in that area. To and sustain that belief. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, and that's why it seems yeah. so challenging or so burdensome and, and not and life-giving. Like you have to figure it out. Like, right. And so, but when we're in like, the Lord. computing? Right. Yeah. And when we're holding our thoughts captive to the Lord, like, is that how you would speak to me? Is that how you want me to be thinking about this? Is this from you? There's grace in that moment. And that's when we have the peace. And so when we step outside of that peace, when we can go back to, okay, well, now I lost my peace. Okay, is this thought then? Then we challenge our thoughts. Is that really from you, Lord? Is that how you want me to be speaking? No. Mm -hmm. Okay, where was the peace in going back to that? And it just struck me about how, wow, we can have thoughts that aren't grace-filled when we're talking to ourselves not lovingly or we're believing something that really isn't true. Mm -hmm. And But when we can step back into the Lord and lift that to him, and like you said, slow down to bring that awareness and process through and go, that's right. I need to bring balance back here. Things are feeling wonky. Things are feeling stressed. And I'm, I'm too off kilter because I'm focusing too much here. 
okay, what are you saying about this, Lord? Oh, that's right. Are my, are my, is my gaze fixed on you and not all these distractions? And then the peace can return because now my thoughts are, you know, you have given me grace in these thoughts that are of you. So it was just uplifting to me to think of that like that was a I don't know that was helpful for me to go ah that makes sense no that makes sense that makes sense yeah Yeah. so anyway good thoughts always oh and I was going to tell you the reason that you think about Christmas is because grace it is July (laughs) it's Christmas in July baby no okay we we recorded on June 25th yeah so we did it and we didn't bring it up and my whole opinion of why do we have Christmas in July should be Christmas in June because that's six months before Christmas so we just passed Christmas in June which should be what we do. That's we why have... I had to bring it up just to make you aggravated. So there you go. Anyway, you're, you're making me lose my peace, mom. Oh, watch out. There you go. Just but it had to make all the la- listeners laugh and bring it up to you because it is that time of year again. So, <laughs> all right, Grace, we'll move on. Do you want to share all the things? <laughs> yeah. Well, also happy. This is coming out after the fourth. So happy belated fourth of July, everyone. Yeah. So happy Independence Day. Um, and yeah, all the same things. Um, we have, a. Po- um, podcast group a facebook group um page thanks mom podcast we have at thanks mom podcast on instagram um the thanks we are thanks mom podcast at gmail.com send us your thoughts comments questions different topics you want us to discuss on any of those um facebook instagram or email and we are on all the podcast platforms and we'd love for you to subscribe rate review comment and share with friends yeah Share with friends. Let us know what you think. Let us know if there's a thing you want us to talk about or if we're too repetitive for you. Or share this if it struck you. We really appreciate that. And if you have any life coaching or speaking needs, you can reach out to me at uh, www.christinambrown.com. I'm on TikTok and Instagram at Christina underscore underscore M underscore underscore Brown. Christina Brown on Facebook. You can email me at Christina at madeforgreatness.co. We're just so glad that you keep returning and listening. And we hope you join us next time on the Thanks Mom Podcast.